Hey folks, as you know, I love helping people, especially people trying to help themselves. So I was sent this GoFundMe fundraiser from a listener. My name is Greg, and I was homeless due to the death of my spouse and need dental work to become employable as I look horrendous, and my work experience is working with the public. I desperately need dentures or, if lucky, implants. I have never been more humiliated in my life and am thankful someone is willing to help me do this. Please help make me whole again. If you would like to help Greg become whole again and get his life back, the link to donate is below. If you are unable to help, please share the fundraiser link. I truly appreciate you. Aslashus credit. What is your Tinder horror story? Long ass story. About eight months ago, Tinder date. She suggests brunch at Maximum's Wine Dive on Bikini. We're in Dallas. I pick her up at the Arpeggio Apartments in Victory Park. She's not ready, so she buzzes me in. Her apartment is beautiful, lots of high dollar stuff, no room at. We go to Maximum's at 1pm. She drinks an entire bottle of champagne by herself. We leave, and in the car she says she wants to stop by a shop in West Village. I park in the parking garage and get out. I look for her, and don't see her. I hear a noise, so I look around my car and she's squatting next to the wall peeing on the ground. We go into the shop. She takes a few dresses into the changing room and tells me to come over. I stand outside the changing room and she pulls me inside. She completely undresses, gets in the clothes, asks me what I think, undresses, gets in more clothes, etc. She takes about $1,500 worth of clothes to the counter and tells the cashier she really has to pee. Cashier says sorry. My date begs, so cashier relents and takes her into the back, but it's too late. The damage is done. She also buys a new pair of pants. On the way back to her apartment, she answers a call and starts talking in a foreign language that I can't place. Couldn't even guess the continent. She's very nervous and upset. She hangs up and tells me she has to go to her other apartment at the Cirque, also in Victory Park. She asks me to go in with her. We go into her apartment which is also completely beautiful and belongs only to her. She has a badass telescope that I start playing with. In the mirror, I see her open a safe and put something in her purse. She tells me we need to leave and asks me to take her to my house. We go to my house and she instantly passes out. Stays passed out for about 6 hours. Wakes up. Wants Dairy Queen. It's closed and she starts crying. I take her to Sonic. She gets a cheeseburger, a chili dog, cheese fries, and a sundae. We come home. She eats it and throws up. Passes out on my couch. I read and go to sleep. Next morning she asks if she can stay and watch football. I tell her I have plans and need to take her home. She says she can't go to either of her apartments. I tell her too bad, I have plans, and drop her off at Cirque. She texted asking when we could see each other again, but I never responded. <laughs> Didn't happen to me, but a friend of mine started hooking up with this girl on Tinder about a year and a half ago. She wasn't very attractive, and he would always talk about how much he hated her, but I guess the sex was alright, because he kept seeing her. About 2 months into this, he decides he's going to end things with her and find a new fuck buddy. Well, he heads over to her house to break up with her and is instead greeted with a girl telling him that she is pregnant and that it is his. 
first thing I tell him to do is to get a DNA test to make sure that it is in fact his kid. He insists that it is and doesn't get the test. He convinces her to put the baby up for adoption, but she decides pretty late into the pregnancy that she doesn't want to give up the baby and wants to raise it. Fast forward to a month ago, and my friend is stuck raising this kid with this girl he doesn't like. Well, I guess she didn't actually put my buddy down as the father on the baby's birth certificate and had been collecting money from the government for being a single mother or something, and the government wanted her to try and track down the father. That is how my friend found out that he might not actually be the father of the baby he's been raising. Still haven't heard back on whether he is or is not the father, but I hope for his sake that he isn't. Kids, if you're gonna hook up with someone you just met on the internet, wear a fucking condom. A little backstory. A few years ago I was dating this girl and her father really hated me. Which was a bit odd as most parents love me, or at least lie about it real well. He was just a huge prick and I always called him on his shit. Anyways, her parents got divorced, we broke up a few months later etc etc. Fast forward to around a year later. Me and girl from Tinder were dating for a few months and things were starting to get serious. We are at the point where she wants me to meet her family. Mother, stepfather, little sister. Why not? I have no problems meeting them. Let's do it I said. She told me how excited her stepdad was to meet me as it turns out we both happen to be Kansas City Chiefs fans. Well, F me if it wasn't the same asshole father of my ex-girlfriend. Tinder date with a famous chef, where I was taken to a dive bar, where he promptly started talking about how famous he was. We drank and watched sports, he proceeded to tell me you're cute and this eventually went to I'm going to make you bleed. He then invited one of his friends to come along. I went outside, and he came up to kiss me. I was drunk, so I kissed back. Eventually he proceeded to tell me how he was being charged with battering his ex-girlfriend, but he totally didn't do it. Eventually when it came time to pay the bill, he lost his wallet. Of course, I get stuck with it. I'll pay you back. Needless to say I never got a payment. Then he leaned up against me. I thought he was trying to kiss me again, but I looked down, and he was peeing on me. In the street. Peeing. On. Me. I swiftly, being too inebriated to drive, went and got myself a hotel room and a hot shower. Never again. Started speaking to this guy on Tinder a few months ago. He seemed alright, but not my normal type. Regardless, we started speaking for a couple of days. I didn't realize how stupid I was until now, but I mentioned where I worked. The night I mentioned my workplace, I saw a guy walk past that looked a lot like him. I hadn't met him in person, so I wasn't 100%. I forgot about it, and a couple of days later, it was quiet in work, but my phone battery was low. I said I'd speak to him later before my phone died. Him coming in 10 minutes later with a fucking iPhone charger. Yes, this might have been a nice gesture if you know. I'd actually met him face to face before. This was really weird, because he said he lived the other side of the city from where I work. I wanted to cut ties straight away, but I thought I'd return the charger after I finished work. He said he would be in a bar around the corner, so when I finished I met up with him, gave him his charger, and made some excuse to go home. 
To my horror, I saw on his Instagram that he'd taken a smiling selfie earlier in the day with a caption I'm now a taken man. I'd seen him like not even twice. To make it even scarier, for a good few weeks, every time I'd finish work I would see him casually walking past on his own, exactly at the time I finished. Really creeped me out for a while. This couldn't have been asked at a better time point met a guy on Tinder after ending a 6 year relationship. He was in his last year of PT school and seemed to have his shit together and was really cool. I made it extremely clear that I was in no hurry to rush into a relationship and that I wanted to take my time get to know him better. We ended up dating some months later. Everything was great. I was actually really happy with him and was going to take him home for Christmas. We had been together about 6mo at this point. Last Monday, I got a facebook message from a random girl. She basically said she matched with my bf on tinder and found his facebook account. She noticed that his facebook noted that he was in a relationship with me, so she messaged me to see if we were in a relationship since they had plans for a date that week. She sent me screenshots of all of their conversations. Bless this little tinder angel's heart for messaging me. Confront bf, go through phone, not like me, find extremely graphic sexual texts between him and at least two other girls besides tinder girl. Bf says he was so insecure and worried that I didn't want to be with him that he wanted this false security. Broke up with him. Got drinks with tinder girl, we're friends now. Edit, didn't think people would see this, so I wrote something quickly. I should add that he was out about me opening up about myself. He also lived in his parents' basement, told every girl on Tinder he was a doctor, and opened up by asking what hurts and if they wanted a massage. I think the best part was that he was talking to one girl about music, and she said she liked Motion City soundtrack. He was like oh. I just saw them a few weeks ago, I bought us tickets and took him, he was missing some minor details. I'm sorry but this is not only going to be long, but it's going to get buried. Even knowing this, I still felt like I needed to tell this story. This was a right swipe I was a little on the fence about, but for one reason or another I decided on a yes. What do you know, we matched. This is about 1am on a Friday night and I'm drunk. So I'm ready to hit on anything. I spend a few minutes trying to pull a clever pickup line out of my barely functioning brain, but I don't need to. She messages me first. Cool. This should be easier than I thought. Right out of the gate she's getting very sexual, and in less than 15 minutes I've got her number. After her exchanging a few pleasantries she's already sending me very graphic nudes. If I was sober this would probably have set off a few red flags, but in my state I feel like I just struck gold. It's not long before I invite her to come over, because what else is there to do? She tells me she would love to, but she can't drive, she doesn't even have a license, we are both in our late 20s. This seems weird to me, but I'm still trying to make this happen. She really wants me to come over, but I'm way too drunk to drive, and now matter how freaky the six is bound to be it's not worth my life. We talk a little more, and I ultimately resolve that it's going nowhere. That, and I pass the fuck out. Over the next few days we're texting. Our schedules just didn't match up at the time being, but about three days after our initial online meeting, we finally agree to get together. 
The plan was for me to pick her up from work at a specific time and bring her home. Once at her home, we made plans to do a lot of things that I now, after what ended up happening, don't really feel comfortable sharing on here. But at this point, I was stoked, despite a little doubt creeping in my mind. This girl came right out of the gate just trying to fuck at all costs. I know Tinder is a hookup app and girls like sex too blah 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 but seriously, it's really rare for a girl to come in so hot like that. She didn't want to meet in public either, she kept saying we needed to go to her house. All sorts of scenarios are running through my head. I felt like I was going to show up at her house, only to find out she has a boyfriend, who proceeds to jump me, along with all his boys hiding in the bushes, and rob me of everything I hold dear. It was just too easy. Not to mention the conversations we were having just seemed off. At first I thought she was a little quirky. That's cool though right everyone has their quirks. Then she would start asking me, every time she would send me a nude she would constantly ask me if I really thought she was pretty. Because no one thinks she's pretty. Alright, she's got really low self esteem. That honestly sucks. She's a decent looking girl and has no need to feel bad about herself. Now we are at the point where she's randomly sending me non-nude selfies pretty often. For some reason I feel like there's something off about her in these pictures, but I just can't put my finger on it for the life of me. In the end, my dick wins, and I drive to her place of work at the appointed time, but not before telling my room at this backstory and giving him her address, just in case he needs to find my body tomorrow. She's working the closing shift, and I'm pulling up as all the employees are filing out. I park as close to the door as possible, and notice quite a few of them giving me the stink eye, just the dirtiest look ever. But I mean I get it, your coworker is about to get in the car with some random dude she met on the internet 3 days ago. She could end up chopped to pieces in my freezer or something, she doesn't even know me. Whatever. I'm getting laid, and you're not bitch. I wait a while and eventually she comes out. Everything from here on out is just a description of events. I'm not trying to poke fun or ridicule anyone here, just reporting the events as they happened. We lock eyes and she smiles. I don't even know how to put this nicely, I'm sorry, her teeth were bad news. They looked like the nasty rotten teeth you find at a Halloween store. It wasn't good. I regret my decision at this point. Surely, even a FaceTime call could have prevented this, but what can I say, I'm an idiot. Alright, she's on meth. Probably not gonna sleep with her at this point, I'm just trying not to die. Except she wasn't on meth. Truth be told, I still had no idea what I was in for. She gets in the car, and when she starts talking, it hits me. God how do I even say this? She was mentally handicapped. I don't want to say she was severely mentally handicapped, but it wasn't mild either, it was pretty bad. Is bad the word I should be using? I have no idea. Let's just say, she was pretty mentally handicapped. The best way I can explain this is, like I was talking to a 10 year old girl. She was essentially a child. All the weird things make sense now. What have I done? I honestly feel bad though, and I don't want to hurt her feelings. Miraculously I keep it together. The first words out of her mouth, I'm so hungry I I. Let's get food. At this point, I'm pretty much responsible for her, so I oblige. 
I just want to get her food and get her home. The topic of conversation on the way there? Taco Bell is good, but I like Burger King the best. Burger King is my favorite. Do you like Burger King? I always ask people if they like Burger King, because I really like Burger King. We pull in the drive-thru. She orders. I don't want anything. When we pull up to the window, the guy working asks her if she wants any sauce. She tells him she does, and I can't stress enough how obvious it is from the way she talks that she is mentally handicapped. This guy knows. Of course, she thinks this is a great time to start rubbing my dick right in front of the drive through guy. She is clearly mentally handicapped. I'm clearly not. I don't even want to know what was going through this guy's head. Basically I tell her we probably shouldn't do that in public. I'm not even sure how I'm gonna deal with it when we get to her place, aka the place we have to go to, because she can't drive, and I'm giving her a ride home. I'm responsible for her. I find out a lot about her on the 20 minute ride to her house. She tells me I'm really nice, way nicer than most guys on Tinder, because most guys just take advantage of her. I deduce that this is why she's so sexually woke. She's just learning from these Tinder guys. The kind of scum that take advantage of mentally handicapped girls. Eventually, we get to her house. Initially, I had devised a plan where I immediately asked to use her bathroom and text my room at something along the lines of SOS. No time to explain. You need to call me in like 10 minutes. He would then call and I'd freak out like something horrible has happened and eventually leave on the premise that I had an emergency to attend to. But the more she talked, the more I felt that this is precisely what happens to her every time, except some really shitty people make sure to have sex with her first. So I decide to stay. I can handle this. I just really feel bad and don't want to hurt her feelings. Right off the bat it's bad. Her giant pitbull hates me. He's in the living room with nothing but a shitty plastic gate keeping him from me. She wants to watch a movie in the living room. Every time I go near this dog he snarls at me. I really don't wanna go in there. Luckily, her brother interrupts and saves the day. Except he's not excited to see me either, though I can't really blame him for this. He asks me what's up, staring at me in such a way that it feels more like an interrogation than a pleasantry. I introduce myself and extend my hand for a handshake. He stares at my extended hand and does nothing. He looks mad. She breaks the silence by yelling at him and telling him to leave. He won't. He wants to watch TV in the living room. She seductively whispers in my ear that we can go to her room to watch Netflix. I know where this is going, but I'll take my chances at fending her off before I have to hang out with her brother, who obviously has an instant vendetta against me. Once in her room, she immediately slams the door shut and starts kissing on my neck and grabbing my dick again. I stop this pretty quickly and tell her it's just a first date, we are going too fast. She apologizes profusely and agrees to literally watch Netflix. It was kind of cool, I got to watch an episode of Jessica Jones I hadn't seen, yet so that was tight. She kept apologizing about going too fast, talking more about Burger King, occasionally trying to grab my dick more, but getting denied as nicely as possible every time, and telling me random weird random facts about her family that I could have done without knowing. Eventually, I make an excuse 
to leave and get out of there. She begs me to say, but I insist that I need to go. She tells me how nice I am and how much she can't wait to see me again. This makes me feel like shit, but this is a tomorrow problem. I just want to get the fuck out of here. I do, and delete all of these pictures that now make me feel very uncomfortable immediately. In conclusion, she texts me for a few days after. I eventually confess that I have a girlfriend. That our relationship is on the rocks, and I'm an asshole who was just looking for some ass because I wasn't getting any at home. And that she was such a sweet, kind girl that I realized that I was making a huge mistake. I told her that I told my girlfriend everything, and she forgave me. But she doesn't want me to ever speak to anyone I ever met on Tinder again, and I respect her wishes, so this would be the last time we could talk. I think she bought it, she definitely seemed bummed but understood. I'm sure she's had encounters and worse than this before. There was this guy, he was a solid 10 in his pictures. He messages me, asks me if I want to meet up for coffee, so I say yes. He messages me and tells me that I have to pick him up. Okay whatever, I'll do it. I pick him up and we decided to go eat instead. He's super funny and cute, so we hang out some more after dinner. Then he pulls out his phone and proceeds to tell me that he has a son and his baby mama took her to Washington but has no idea what part or anything with him and he hasn't seen him in months. So he then takes out his phone and tells me to go through a folder on his phone of pictures of his son. Like 300 of them. He sat there and made me look through every single one and he would tell me the backstory to basically every single video and photo in that folder. I felt so bad, but man I was happy when he left. That whole date just got so weird after that. He did some more stuff, but those are good stories for another time lol. Edit, I promise you people he was definitely a 10. I showed pictures of him to my friends and all of them said they would date him with the baggage. He texted me like 8 or 9 times every day after that, and I never replied. I ended up having to block him on all social media, because he wouldn't take the hint thinking back now. Poor guy. Oh well. I met a guy on Tinder, seemed nice, fairly attractive. Seemed a little vanilla actually. He didn't drink or smoke, wanted to be a meteorologist, was super close with his grandfather, gentlemanly and family oriented. Went to Starbucks and talked for a couple hours. It was nice. So, I set up another date. We went for ice cream and again talked for a while. We were sitting outside, and I mentioned something about how guys have obvious body parts to be attracted to on women, while girls pick out odd things like calves and such. He gets real weird, and says I don't know if I should tell you this so of course I prod him, until he tells me. So, first he says he's got a foot fetish. That's not super strange, and I'm mostly curious, so I asked him tons of questions about it. He'd never been in a serious relationship, so I asked him if he could handle being with a girl who wasn't into it at least long enough to feel love towards him, and he said no I've called a girl from back pages a couple times cause I couldn't take it anymore. Still not that weird. Then he asks if I have ever heard of a crush fetish. He tells me not to google it because it'll freak me out. Still haven't, never will, there are two levels of a crush fetish. 
LVL1, becoming aroused watching someone crushing vertebrate animals under their feet, like bugs, which was his fetish, and LVL2, watching someone crush vertebrate animals like bunnies or kittens, this got me thinking about our previous date. We had a conversation on the first date about how I had been getting a lot more bugs in my room that summer, and so I'd been like squishing bugs all fucking day. And he said, that really got him going. I also realized he had asked me what kind of shoes I typically wear, and I had just brushed it off and answered him. I was wearing moccasins, and, being a pretty open person, told him how they make my feet smelly, so I tried to avoid them. He told me that I got really turned on when you said that. I'd love to smell your shoes if you'd let me. Among other very forward, very specific and unwelcome statements about what turned him on about me. Best part, I told him a week or so later I met someone and that we should end our communications. He texted me a few months later four or five times asking me for my help and that he'd pay me to let him do stuff with my feet. Edit. Corrected misspelling of invertebrate and vertebrate. General clarifications. For those who simply need to know about the fucking bugs. My house is located in the woods. It was summertime. My room is located in the basement. It wasn't an infestation. Just some spiders and the occasional thousand legger which like to hang out in my bathroom and eat the aforementioned spiders. They had to be squished. Posted this in Tifu but here. This happened over the weekend, and I'm still processing it. I, 24 meters, used Tinder once before, and met a cool chick, and it didn't work out, so I decided to try again, what could go wrong right? So after a few days of using Tinder, I stopped launching the app, but left my profile active, so I kept getting a few matches. Well one night my friends and I decide to go bar hopping in a pretty well popular area because why not? We're all pretty smashed at a bar, and I'm wearing the same sweater in my profile picture. Apparently some girl I matched with sent me a few messages, I checked it was 10 within a 2 hour period, and I never responded. She recognizes me, and starts yelling at me. Mind you I didn't have any idea what was going on as I'm drunk off my ass. She's going psycho saying WTF adventuring panda, why did you never respond to me? I responded with who are you? Apparently this drove her nuts. She started yelling combinations of words I've never heard before. Then she grabbed my drink and threw it in my face. Then security came and threw us both out on our asses. She then followed my buddies and I to the car and is yelling and screaming still. While we were driving off she threw her shoe at the car. My buddies were laughing the entire time. I think I'm just gonna stay inside for the rest of my life. Hey folks as you know I love helping people. Especially people trying to help themselves so I was sent this GoFundMe fundraiser from a listener. My name is Greg, and I was homeless due to the death of my spouse and need dental work to become employable as I look horrendous, and my work experience is working with the public. I desperately need dentures or, if lucky, implants. I have never been more humiliated in my life and am thankful someone is willing to help me do this. Please help make me whole again. If you would like to help Greg become whole again and get his life back the link to donate is below, if you are unable to help. Please share the fundraiser link. I truly appreciate you.